0: Hello and welcome to A Matter of Public Health. It's the podcasting service of the Kent County Health Department located in Grand Rapids, Michigan. On this episode, we're talking about blood. It is an essential part of the nation's health care system and it is currently in short supply across the United States. Here in West Michigan, the situation is described as critical. On this episode, you'll learn from the experts about the blood supply how it works and just how fragile the pipeline is. You'll hear how this extraordinary demand for blood is only partially a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. And most importantly, you will hear how you can help save the lives of people right here in your own community. That's coming up next, blood is a matter of public health. Thank you for joining us for another episode of A Matter of Public Health. Joining me today, Dawn Kaiser. She is the Area Vice President and Director of Donor Services for Versity Incorporated, located here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And Sue Smith, seated to her left across your radio dial, She is the Senior Director of Laboratory Services for Spectrum Health, also located here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us today there is a blood shortage out there. Tell me about that.
1: Yes, there is a blood shortage out there. Right now we are in a dire need for specifically O blood type, but we could use all donations. Do you wanna know why?
0: I I do, (laughs) and we're gonna get to exactly (laughs) that.
1: Yeah, you know, donations have been down, um, certainly due to the pandemic. We were down about 40% in 2020 and into 2021 because high schools, colleges, universities, not hosting, not hosting. Kids are at at home learning. And that is where we get our brand new donors and about 40% of our blood. Also, corporations, businesses work from home. So going to those uh, offices, it's uh, pretty empty. Break that down for me. You get...
0: You say 40% from those blood tribes. How does this work? Does most of that supply come from obviously it all comes from donations? You can't make blood, but does most of it come to your? donation center, or is most of it a result of these blood drives that we see out in the community?
1: You know, we uh, in Michigan, at Versity, we collect about 60% of the blood from mobile blood drives. So during the pandemic, we did see an increase into our donor centers, um, almost up to 50% because donors needed to have somewhere to go. We weren't able to uh, support blood drives because hosts wouldn't have us. So um, most of our blood does come from mobile. So we'll come to you.
0: I'm going to go out on a a limb and assume that just because those donations stopped, the need did not. You can tell me a little bit more about that, Sue.
2: You are right, Steve. The need has not stopped. In fact, we've been very high census in our health system. And during our summer months, we have activity in our community that means more visits to our emergency department, more traumas. And that really reflects in the need for more blood.
0: So really, COVID aside, you're in a part of the year where typically you might see, you do see a higher need.
2: Significantly. Absolutely. The summer months are some of our highest needs. And as Dawn shared, being that our schools are out, we don't have access to the uh, donations that they offered more commonly during the year.
0: You know, I suppose it's something not a lot of people really give a lot of thought to until they're in a need situation. Help me understand how much blood we really go through. How how badly needed is this?
2: Usually around one in seven people that comes and visits our health systems that's admitted will use blood. So it's pretty significant need, and we really truly don't know what to expect when we come in for a surgery. We don't count on needing blood, but many times we may. So it's uh, it's pretty common, one in seven.
0: Is that need? aside from the normal summer, is it rising? Did people defer surgeries during the COVID pandemic? Did they make their own decision to put some of these things off maybe? And maybe some of that is part of the catch up here?
2: We believe that people made choices, obviously, if it was an elective surgery or something they could hold off that during the pandemic, it was a natural choice to decide to wait. And so we are seeing a very busy surgery schedule. We really didn't defer much at Spectrum. We were still providing those necessary surgeries, but we think that the community did hold off.
0: All right, very good. I had the chance to sit down earlier and talk with uh, Adam London. Dr. Adam London is the administrative health officer here at the Kent County Health Department. And I wanted to get his perspective of how we look at blood from a public health lens. And I'm going to play a little bit of what he had to say here. Tell me, from a public health perspective, how important is it that we have access to a reliable supply of blood? Well, it's critically important.
3: And what we understand is that of every seven people who are hospitalized, one of them is going to need uh, blood transfusion and blood support. And right now, our community and communities across the country are critically low in their blood reserves. And so we do need people to step up to the challenge now. And we need people from across the spectrum of, uh, of demographics to step up. We need to have uh, blood from, uh, from a variety of, of people throughout the community to make this
0: happen. The pandemic is certainly one of the reasons that this blood supply is so short. So in a post-pandemic world, how should I feel about my safety level when I go to, to, to donate blood? Or if I'm an organization, uh, a company, who wants to have somebody come in and and do a blood drive?
3: Well, I'd feel confident. Uh, Blood donation sites are a very low-risk place uh, in terms of COVID. I'm not aware of there being any outbreaks that have been associated with a blood draw event. And the majority of the blood that we have in our blood supply comes from the sort of community events that are hosted at churches and schools and places of work. We really need those places to step up and to allow uh, Versity and other blood banks to to come in and to do their critically important work. That's where it happens in the community.
0: One of the interesting things that Dr. London said in there that, that caught my ear anyway was about the need for blood to come from a diverse group of people. I had always thought there were only certain types of blood and that's how it went, but there's, there's, uh, there's other components to this that certainly I hadn't considered.
1: You know, um, if somebody receives blood from their own ethnic background, they have better outcomes. Here's a, a little information for you. So everybody has an A, B, or O type, right? A, B, O. Everybody's pretty familiar with that. There's also about an alphabet after that that most people don't know, so a little more specific uh, type. Um, African-Americans, 44% of them have a blood type called RO in addition to their ABO type, so RO. African-Americans, 1 in 365, are born with sickle cell disease. How do you treat sickle cell disease? Blood transfusions, 10 to 15 units of blood a month. So if you're receiving all of that blood, and over a period of time, you're going to start needing something closer to your type. So you'll probably, if you have that RO type, you will need that RO donation. So that's why we're asking communities of color to come out, roll up their sleeves, and get back to to their communities.
0: I suppose that leads us right into, how can I help?
1: <laughs> yeah, you can help. Okay, okay. Um, Take your sleeve, uh, roll it up, and (laughs) (laughs) let me get...
0: You're going to do this right here, right now?
1: You know, whatever it takes, I'm willing. Um, Actually, there's a couple of ways. So the first way, if you're just interested, you know what, how do I sign up to donate blood today? I can just go to versity.org, V-E-R-S-I-T-I.org. In the top right-hand corner, there's a red square button that says Donate Now. Click and put in your demographics. Actually, just put in, how far do you wanna travel? I wanna travel five miles and I'm in Cascade. And then all of the area blood um, blood donations, so the mobile drives will come up, choose the one that's most convenient for you, make that appointment, show up, drink a lot of fluid, eat a full meal, and roll up your sleeve, it'll only take about an hour.
0: Very good. Sue, tell me what happens if people don't come out and start donating blood.
2: Well, we struggle with being able to support the many needs and services that are offered through the hospital. Our oncology services, our surgery are impacted if we have to limit some of the components that are made from blood or limit the availability to serve those patients. So it really impacts our ability to provide care to our community.
0: Thank you so much. Anything that I'm missing, anything you would want to add that the people out there should know?
1: Yeah, I want you to know that it's safe. Just as the doctor said, it is safe to donate blood. We are still following safety precautions and we'll we'll likely keep those up um, forever. Um, cleaning in between donors. Um, we are still temp checking. We're, our staff are in masks. We're asking donors if they have not been vaccinated to wear masks. But we're also reaching out to say, if you have a community um, location, if you're a school, if you're a business, please consider hosting a blood drive because it is safe. And we want our community to know that it's safe to come out. And the way that you can find um, to set up a blood drive is the same way, Versity.org. Host a blood drive. Click on that, and we will will help you navigate through that.
0: Excellent. We'll be hosting one here, July fifteenth, I believe. Uh, Kent County Health Department employees will be on hand to roll up their sleeves and and give their pint. That is it a pint?
1: It's a pint. It I is appreciate a pint. it. Yeah. Uh,
0: we'll we'll be doing as much of that as we can, folks. Thanks for joining me today. Again, you've been listening to Dawn Kaiser. She's the the area vice president. Director of Donor Services at Versity, that's V-E-R-S-I-T-I dot O-R-G, And Sue Smith, Senior Director of Laboratory Services at Spectrum Health. This is a matter of public health. It is a production of the Kent County Health Department, available wherever you get your podcasts.